Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. QLPOR, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Good evening, everyone. I am Michael Anthony Ingram, and as the music continues to play, my special guest tonight is a friend of the show. His name is John Patrick Robbins. As you know, good people, this is National Poetry Month, and I am so glad that he's here. He has a new book of poetry, Rave Reviews to Killer Feedback. Welcome, John Patrick Robbins. Hello, sir. Hello, Michael. How the hell are you, my friend? (laughs) I am well. (laughs) I am well in more ways than one. I am well. How are you? (laughs) I am smashing as always. (laughs) Hey, I know it. I know it. You know. Our our audience loves it when you're on the show. The five well, people I mean, who listen, we're, they we're love the it. <laughs> yes, we are, my friend. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Why do you think mm. it's important to celebrate National Poetry Month? Why is it important to do that? Well, uh, uh, I mean, this is clearly to give honor to great poets like myself. I mean, mm. in our tireless efforts to to make people think, man, I'm really glad he's not flying an airplane. I mean, yes, you know, because yes. think about it. I'm not qualified to do anything else now. <laughs> <laughs> Joke, joking aside, poetry is yes. kind of like the fabric of everything. If you think how far poetry is ingrained into our society and literary history, poetry is one thing that connects to everybody. And it's, it is music, mm-hmm. and it's just like music. I mean, so yes. and in that sense, yeah, it's it speaks to everybody. It's not just for one group of people. It speaks to everybody, and it's 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 you know it's 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 a history, you know. And and yes, it is. I, I know it sounds so. Yeah, I don't. You don't really want the deep answers from me, because like, but anyway. <laughs> No, I, I don't. No. I really don't. Keep it surface. Keep oh, it surface. Thank you. <laughs> you know me too well. Like, no, I know you too well. You. I'm surprised you don't have like a cat toy out for me to play with. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've got that out of the way, let's begin mm. this journey. Tell me mm. about your new book. Tell me about your new book. Well, I do have a new book out. I'm glad you noticed that. It's uh, Rave Reviews mm-hmm. to Killer Feedback from Between the Shadows Press, from a, a fantastic press uh, out of New Jersey. Great friend and publisher, Tom Bakeless. I Once again, don't try to get me to pronounce your name because I don't know if you know this. <laughs> I like to drink. Um, right, right. I, I know <laughs> that. <safe> and <laughs> no, Tom offered me to do this book. It's a limited run. Uh, it, it's really great. Tom is just an incredible publisher and writer himself, uh, and definitely check it out. This book is already number one in Norway. A lot of people don't know that, but uh, I'm, oh, wow. I'm not, and it's a poetry, you know, chart. Yeah, based on my in my own mind. So I'm in the yes, of and course. That's all that matters, uh, of course, because <laughs> I'm in my own dimension, as you know. Yes, Once yes, you know, I do know. 
highly intoxicated. So. <laughs> but hey, the cover hmm. of your book is quite striking. Tell me about the cover. Well, how did um, they come about? No, the, the cover, uh, you know, I, I do my own covers, and Tom was uh, kind enough to let me do mine. And, you know, I, to me, that's the one thing that's always going to catch somebody is the title and then the cover. Mm-hmm. And All I right. kind of was playing along with – a lot of times I just play around with covers. I do covers for other people, and I just had that. And, of course, I had the Aces and Nates in the corner once it's a dead man's hand. And because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm always writing. It seems like I'm the death writer. Like, wow, he's really happy. People who bought this book also bought a chair and a rope. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, I just kind of came up with the image and I just thought, yeah, well, that's striking. That that catches your attention. And uh, there, there mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Well, tell me. Wow, listen me back just a moment. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Tell me about the title. Rave reviews to killer feedback. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that title. Well, I'll tell you about the title. And you're right. You are throwing me off with the questions. It's like you're trying to make my brain actually work. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually not up this early, by the way. Um, you know. <laughs> Rave reviews to killer feedback. You know, I just kind of wanted this like a. Uh, I've always loved uh, a band, bands like metal and stuff like that, so I always kind of just wanted a killer uh, title, and I thought, man, that's a killer title. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's no more deep than that. Mm-hmm. I sit around and write, write titles, though, in all seriousness. Okay. I'll just write a bunch of titles, and usually if I can't come up with the right, then boom, you get a book. So <laughs> there's okay. like a deep okay. process. Very nice, <laughs> so, yeah. very nice. Well, yeah. my friend. Let's begin our journey together tonight. Please share a poem. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, Michael. And, and once again, I want to thank you for having me on the show. You, you look wonderful. Um, and I'm glad yeah, you looked at the restraining order so I could be here. Yes, I just love being yes. Around. well, you know. it took a lot of, <laughs> lot of courage, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't, don't fear it. Don't fear our relationship. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, and I'm back on my meds, so you'd be really happy. I oh, decided yeah. to, I'm going to start out the evening with a nice, refined write, just something that shows, shows how dignified of a poet I am. And I All thought right. I would start this one out. And this is just such a philosophical, deep write that I know you're going to at least get a chuckle from. And it's called, <laughs> Are My Balls Showing? So oh, here wow. we go. <laughs> Being I'm writing about women, cocktails, and all those assorted good times in between, as I act like some strange primitive creature, I believe women once referred to as a man. I know it's shocking. We're so fucking rare. Maybe we need to put me on ice with Walt Disney and that caveman just to preserve the last of my kind. But if we were up to this generation and a few lit twats, they would hunt me into extinction. Of course, it wouldn't be hard finding me. Just check the strip clubs and drunk tanks nearest you. I'm too big to be hiding and too fucking buzzed to care. Please know from the depths of my heart, I don't give a single solitary fuck about you or your snarky-ass opinion. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. So a once great man said, and that's the end of that one. Wow, so beautiful. <laughs> wow, John. <laughs> You you came out strong, man. You came out strong. <laughs> share share another. Share another. All right. Well, you know, I mean, I can't I can't always be 
so 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 you know terrible. I have to kind of be nice. So let's let's shift yes. it up a little bit. All right. You know, and this is this is a little right that I did, and it might might be inspired by a very true story. So here okay. we go. It's called Dilemma. She said to me as we rode, my hand always placed firmly upon her thigh. You know, if I could, I'd give you a baby. Well, that's nice, sweetheart, but I would much rather give you an orgasm instead. Liv smiled, shaking her head, looking at me. Baby, I'm being serious. You need to think about it, really. And you as well, my darling, I replied, sliding my hand up her thigh to the ever-so-perfect promised land. As we embrace not a care in the world, that moment that is bliss without a single word spoken, as we pause to look deep into one another's eyes. I love you, sweetheart, and everything I need is here in this moment with you. But there's something I need you need to know. Baby, you need to seriously think about this. Don't you want a little version of you? I'm not so hip on a mini-me, sweetheart, but I'm kind of hip on staying alive because in case you didn't know it, you're in the wrong lane. Oh, Jesus Christ, Liv snapped <laughs> as she swerved back into her lane, nearly going off the road as the semi just blew his horn. As I laughed mm. like a madman, I truly was. Sometimes to be lost in one another had its hazards. I had a supposed death wish, but now I had her. Love's a tricky business. I believe next time we will discuss such matters in the bedroom rather than upon the interstate. I loved her hopelessly and held on to her for dear life. The party just started, and thankfully we had narrowly avoided turning off the lights. We laughed together as, lun- as the lunatics were officially running the asylum. Cheers. <laughs> wow. That's, the end so that's based on the truth. <laughs> based on the true story, my friend. Well, well, that might be. I can't reveal that because then then I'll probably okay. be killed. But yeah, yeah. Okay. We we can't okay. get too too bad, you know. Too okay. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Uh-oh. Does it hurt you to write poetry? If not, why not? Does it hurt me to write poetry? If I not, mean, why not? <laughs> if, okay. Uh-huh. Okay there, Dr. Seuss. Uh-huh. I told you I was prepared tonight. <laughs> I know you came out swinging too. You're like, I know how to I came out. Crazy <laughs> um, when not writing, I can be a very crabby person. Uh, you know, okay. like. I mean, because, like, jokes aside and all, all, you know, I mean, I do write deep work, yeah. as you know, but it's like uh, – Yes, I do. I mean, even humor takes a lot of intelligence. So mm-hmm. when not writing, yeah, it's kind of like I compare it to being – it's like sailing. It's like being out in the water. And when it's like a dead calm, it freaks you out because, you know, we're insecure yeah. by nature. Everybody is. And you yes. think, was it gone? You get that paranoia. I do especially. And you get that paranoia thing. Well, is it gone? Is What's going on? You know, because you try. I always find just sit and wait. And sometimes it might not come to you for a day or whenever. But yeah, does it hurt me not to write? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's kind of like what I was meant to do, I think. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask a follow up question Are you willing to be hurt by the poetry of others? If not, why not? I mean, I'm hoping to get a nice spanking when I read a nice poem from somebody else. But, you know, they don't know what they and they let me down. And I am the mad right. I want the poets to know that I've been disappointed. You've been very naughty. 
and uh, mm-hmm. I'm watching you people. I'm just saying. I don't mean you know, but uh. <laughs> Are you willing to be vulnerable when you listen to or read another person's poem? <laughs> what, what, were you just planning to attack me with this question? Uh, <laughs> I owe you one, Mike. I really you do, do, buddy. You do. <laughs> you know me. I'll get you back. Uh, you'll get me back. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Love you to death, but but it's like uh, I know you do. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, when I when I read, I mean, I'm always open minded when I read other people's work. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that never changes. Uh, do you ever really see some great lines? You think, man, that's that's you know, of course. You know, mm-hmm. I stay open-minded to everything. I'm never going to mm-hmm. think my way is the best way because you know, I, if you always stay green, you're always learning, and that's the way I do. Right. So I hope I probably, you know, I probably, you know me, I don't really make sense most of the time, but that probably made a little bit of sense. <laughs> it did make sense. Yeah, it did. It did. Share another poem, buddy. Share another poem. All right, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shift gears, uh, okay, and get get serious for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna dedicate this next one to uh, somebody kind of world, means the world to me, and uh, she definitely knows it, and probably listening. If not, she'll probably be like, "Oh shit!" But uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, this is, this is dedicated uh, to uh, Lynn Bowen, and I love you, sweetheart. So this one's dedicated to you. Mm-hmm. It's called "Concrete Ships Upon the Horizon." In sunsets reprise and in full view, where words must stand alone as fading light gave depth to moments and treasures shared between weary hearts, collapsed within hand in hand, clasped one hand in hand. One cannot brave darkest waters alone as gentle souls are masked by illusion, yet truest hearts are naked to one another in the purest of sense, given in confessions heard in the ears of lovers and dreamers alike. Concrete ships stand as monuments to the very second I began this life anew. Strength is in the willingness to expose the fractures of children, internalize our sympathies, embrace of a moment we lose ourselves in the glimmers of an uncertain bliss. Tide is an ever-moving current, as so is love. Cherish it as you should, as I shall forever cherish you. That's the end of that one. Wow, that was really nice. I really like yeah, that, I know. my friend. Yeah, where did John go? Yeah, boy. Yeah, where did he go? Where did he go? And who are you, Mass well, Mass Man? Who are you? <laughs> who is this strange man? That was nice. Crazy lunatic That was beautiful, buddy. She's mm-hmm. proud to have you, whoever she is. She's proud to have you, man. That's well, a good I thing. So, I mean, you need to yeah. pay more attention. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't run the com- the control board. <laughs> Talk uh, to you. That, hey, <laughs> I mean, Ask questions. Yeah, like, they say you can't drink say and drive. No, it's frowned upon in some country. <laughs> <laughs> I know who she is. I know who she is. Yeah. Here's a question yeah. for you. Well, yeah. <laughs> Do poems change color in certain lights? 
brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine can change color. They're often quite okay. green. But <laughs> <laughs> and can guys, oh, I like they that. Can, they can, yeah, they can uh, change color after I, you know, I don't literally read my poems in front of people because they're like, okay, you know, then they're like, well, we finally got him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would change a lot of color. They would change the color of red because they would probably kill me. <laughs> I see you're on your A game tonight, buddy, and I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Share, yeah. Another yeah. Share another poem. Share another All poem. Share another poem. All right. I uh, I know on the show. Ever since I've been on the show, I've always kind of uh, I've always read a poem for my, my friend that passed, Robert Lee White, and uh, yes, I wrote one for him. This is a very deep cut and has a lot of great meaning, so I hope everybody enjoys it. But anyways, this is my open letter to Robert Lee White. You know, at one time, if you had told me of your sudden life's departure and handed me a gun, I would have probably put serious thought into taking that trip with you, my friend. We had weathered more storms than Carolina's weather-worn coast drank more than any two human beings should have ever consumed. There have been many times as I sit chasing the same demons as you, I have felt your presence, as I've grown accustomed to calling old friends new ghosts. Sometimes I want to curse you for leaving me here, but you were a fractured soul by design and my best friend by default. Hmm. I knew the last conversation we had was our farewell. We played Russian roulette with our bodies. And the, trigger, and the trigger lingered upon your demise. There's a silent understanding within two lost souls that even though clear of its direction, hurts all the same. I once believed I would chase death until I once again found myself in the company of you. But I have found another who makes, my, who makes me embrace life in ways I never knew possible. I have no tombstone, which is simply a milepost to a life's departure, nothing more. I have only my memories, like sunsets painted across the summer's fading sun. But now I have her, and that's good enough for me. We laughed together, and I thought of an old conversation between you and I, where I played the role that has led to publication and many burnt bridges along the way. The lone wolf's lie and the not-so-grand delusion that I would never find that one that made me cast aside all the rest. We made a bet that you took to the grave, and I kept on the table, along with many a soon-to-be empty bottle. I imagine life now with her by my side looking out over the water, as you are laughing upon the winds at my loss that's become my soul's gain. I will owe you around one day, my old friend, but fortunately, I can say, as I bask in the happiness I never expected to find, you're going to have to have a hell of a wait. One day, brother, I look forward catching up the end of that one. Oh wow. <laughs> that really touched me, buddy. It's a very powerful yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, well, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good that's one. a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's do a good you... one to have to do your truth. <laughs> you know? Yes. Well let me let me ask this question. Mm. Have you you've written a lot. Have your favorite yeah. poems already arrived, or are they still on their way? Well, I don't, you know, I don't, 
I can't really say, you know, I have my favorites and I have my moments, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I think they're – I think some of the best work I'm doing is, is kind of slowly coming in and changing and evolving, you know. All right. Because, I mean, hell, you, you look – even if you can go back and look from this very first time I got on this show and <laughs> – Mm-hmm. You can actually see the evolution, you know. And yes, uh, I can. So I mean that that's clear. I think they're they're definitely on the way. I, I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of lot more uh, deep and better rights and, and different than just doom and gloom. Once I kind of I got dark for mm-hmm. a while. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. You did. Yeah. yeah I mean it's it's, it's common knowledge. You did. So uh, mm. it's good to see you in a, in a different a different light tonight. Maybe it is a different color. But it's a different light, man. I like it. I like it. I like hearing well, you like well, this. I mean, I, I can't just I can't put that all on me. So, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of clear. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, yeah, without being embarrassing anybody or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. no, that 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 right was special. So, glad you dug it. All right, very nice, buddy. Very nice. Please share another. All right, now now we're gonna go to uh, the book, the new book. <laughs> so. I'm going to read one from uh, Rave Reviews to Killer Feedback, available between the Shadows Press. Well, now I'm sound like an ad man. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is in the book. It's called What? All right. This is a little take, – take, we've got to bring the room up a little before I totally kill it. Anyways, All right. I found a book of poetry on a park bench. It was from a lit scene darling. So I thanked the gods and did what any well-balanced individual would do. Tossed it in the trash, stuffing it under a funky-smelling diaper, just to make sure some innocent child wouldn't find it. Poetry is a terrible thing to waste upon a perfectly good page. Isn't this book proof alone of that statement? Oh, you like me. Well, weirdo, that's great, because I got your money. So, no, no, I still don't like you. There you go. Beautiful. See, I like to do that to my readers. You like to do a lot of things to your readers. <laughs> you take them well, on an I emotional mean, roller coaster. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, wild, you do, you know? buddy. <laughs> Here's one of those questions for you, buddy. Is a uh, poem? <laughs> Are you saying that you didn't come on here for this? Oh, I, mean, you know, I think the green. I think we were in the green room a little too long. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I prepared <laughs> okay. because I knew okay. it was you. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Is a no. poem is a poem letting your guard down or building a wall? I would say definitely letting your guard down. You can build mm. a wall. You certainly can. I mean, you know me. Okay, like outside of this and everything. I mean, yes. it's definitely have I I built a persona. That mm-hmm. I've kind of, you know, I think that I've definitely kind of let down a little bit, but most people don't right. know me, no. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it, can be, it can be that completely. You can completely build a persona. and But then again, I, yeah, 
I definitely let my guard down. I mean, you can always tell. It's always a mix of everything, you know, when it mm-hmm. comes to having uh, showing your heart occasionally. Once I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I do, it's like, that's but, what got, but see, that's what worked for me. Because, like, yeah, I can go, I can give you that deep. But it, nobody just, if you did one or the other, it's very limited. You know, I think there's yes. some people that kind of think everything has to be a cookie cutter, and that really mm-hmm. annoys me. Uh, mm-hmm. Why can't you have a full range of emotions? I want to take people through a full range of emotion, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I wow. do, and I hope I do. Yeah, you do. Well, let's take a brief break, yeah. and we'll be right back. Right. Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with my buddy, poet extraordinaire, John Patrick Robbins. And John, you have a caller, yeah. my friend. You have a caller. Should I bring this person Uh-oh. on? Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get away from my questions, I know that's what that really means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Good so, evening. Area code 832-802. You're on the air with John. Good evening. Uh, hi. This, like, totally isn't John's uh, co-editor, Scott Tibbetts. <laughs> and uh, I was wondering, <laughs> John, if you bird or not, I'm waiting on that. Who I let you out of your cage? <laughs> Scott, do you have a question for your friend, for your co-editor? Um, in John's latest book, how did he know that I was the vertical weirdo? Oh, okay. I like that the cat makes a noise in the background. Uh, um, at least I hope it was a cat and not like a, you know, gerbil. I'm just saying. Um <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, the ankle bracelet was a dead giveaway. I mean, it looks great with your new bikini, Scott, but yeah, you have to stay so many feet away from school. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, that is a dead giveaway. Thank you, Scott. Do you have another question? Another question for John Scott. (laughs) Um, John, what are you wearing right now? Because it sounds very sexy. (laughs) It actually does. I went out and I got me a brand new cocktail dress. It's nice, sheen, looks wonderful. Um, and also, Lynn uh, picked me up some nice S&M gear, which is really great because I'm going to go out to my bar, and it's a special bar that me and Scott like to go to. 
And uh, I'll okay. see you there, buddy. And uh, bring the nipple. All right. I lost my- <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Scott, for calling in. <laughs> Thank you, Scott, for calling in. <laughs> You're welcome back here anytime. You're welcome back anytime. <laughs> Until next time, Scott, take care of yourself. Be safe out there. All right. Yeah. All right. read another poem buddy read another poem i rarely have shows like this so please read another poem yeah yeah i can guarantee that (laughs) (laughs) all right talking about that little weirdo that is my co-editor uh you know let's let's read one from the new book that's dedicated to him, called The Red Light's Always On, and I always mess this one up. So it's going to be fun. But, you know, I mess something up. People say, well, he's just drunk. You know, that's what mm-hmm. happens. I have a great excuse every time I run into somebody's house. But, you know, anyways, you know, I don't know why I don't have a license anymore. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. I understand. Okay. I understand. All right. I know. I know you do. Anyway. Yeah, but... The Red Light's Always On. <laughs> okay. A perverted friend said to me between some drinks, you know, if ever I was to watch a friend have sex, I think I would prefer to watch you, for I think you would really put on a show. And as I thought doing a spit take, I was truly baffled by my friend's logic, for I had to question truly what went on in that vacant office space behind his eyes. As I thought, what would I do so differently besides disappoint or pay like usual? Maybe he <laughs> believed I would juggle as I hit it from behind or play banjo. Because who doesn't enjoy a hoe down when, well, you get the point. Yes, maybe I would don a mask and entertain him with the third act of Hamlet because orgasms and Shakespeare go hand in hand. Or maybe I would play wipeout and do a backflip dismount like some circus monkey. Sometimes I questioned if my demented mental state was contagious. Either that or if most of my friends were seemingly fed lead paint chimps from birth. All I know is I kept my my blinds shut and checked the bedroom closet regularly, for editors are a strange lot and can find themselves in some awkward places. Of course, mm-hmm. I do believe my co-editor was comfortable living in the closet. Now it's time for a page turn. Seems he keeps a few things, including his sexuality there. Hey, man, I know what you what I said was weird, but please don't turn that into a right, okay? I looked at my friend and slapped him on the shoulder as I prepared to call a cab and head home. Don't worry, kid. I'd never do something so cheap as to exploit my friends for some simple laughs, I said as I headed out the door. The bartender just looked at him, snickering. Yeah, the ocean is filled with sharks. And who needs enemies when you got a friend like me? The page doesn't All right. But when it comes to exploitation and publication in dealing with me, truly, all bets are off. Leave no rock unturned, children. Cheers from the real mm. bad guy. <laughs> Question for you. Question. Oh, yippee. <laughs> I just saw the mood go down. <laughs> mm. I just. <laughs> no, excuse, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> Do you find. <laughs> Any connection between your health, physical or mental, and your relationship with poetry? Is there a My relationship with poetry? 
We have yes. a, my relationship with poetry is like this. We have a love hate relationship. I love it and it hates me. Uh, <laughs> mm. Tell me more. Uh, no, Tell me no, more, buddy. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, um, I don't. You're know. not on trial. You're not on trial, man. <laughs> I feel like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I came here to bring it back to you, but I'm not trying to literally yeah. like yeah, not laugh. Well, let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. And I bring the party. Okay. <laughs> Here's one that I think you can answer. <laughs> Not that you okay. couldn't answer the other ones, but <laughs> no, I didn't I mean, you... fine. <laughs> Okay. Wow. If you were a poet during a yeah. different era era, when where yeah. would you want to exist? That's a good question. Easy for you. Easy. Hmm. That's very good. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I would fit in great. Okay. Man. I would be quite normal. You know, okay. Yes. I could hang out with Sparkle and Moonbeam, and we could live in a commune, and yeah, it'd be great, man. No, okay. So you yeah. so the era of the sixties would be the perfect place for you. I, I do believe so. Maybe maybe seventies. I don't know. The eighties, who knows? Nineties, now. I don't know. There's only one me. I'm always gonna be me no matter where I am. You don't wanna take me too oh, far wow. back. Then it would be like right? yeah, I don't know what would happen to me. It's burning up the stuff. <laughs> Read another poem. Read another poem. Uh, <laughs> Until I prepare my next question. <laughs> you and, uh, I'm dedicating so many poems, but uh, I want to dedicate this to, I swear she's not my therapist, uh, uh, another one to uh, this beautiful woman, Lynn Bowen. Um, okay. And it's, uh, there she virgoes. All right. Off again, a beautiful vision as wild as the wind. Hearts are as fragile as the willow tree given to storms passing days with an elegance few could ever truly fathom. In her habits is her brilliance, contempt and isolation and lost within, overthinking and loving and the same grace. Her strength speaks for her passion, understood by few and shared by only whispered, whispers and saints. It's in the unspoken words and connection of two shared as what feels as one, as so do the signs orbit in a jaded son's house, to find innocence in the moments shared peaceful, as love's embrace locked away, a restrained fire matched by a beauty that will tempt this worn soul like a moth to a flame. Sensual <laughs> is the hidden grace, the sunrise, hold, sunrise holds beauty, as now from the depths I have arisen to embrace you. Sometimes within everything unspoken. Sometimes within every every unspoken word, she truly says it all. My beautiful Virgo. All right. Oh. Oh wow, man. Sean, uh, you're so nice. <laughs> yeah, something something comes over you, man, when you write poetry. 
about the person that you love. Um, that's all right. I like that. I like that. I've got a question for you. Speaking of love. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm being serious, man. Okay, okay I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, I can make you laugh all the time. <laughs> I, man, I need to laugh. God knows I do. Here we go. Yes. Can you love a poem? Listen to me. <laughs> this is for for five hundred, Alex. Can you, can you love a poem? Can you love a poem that says what you don't want to hear? Oh yeah, yeah. Of dun, 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 dun. Tell me, tell yeah, me. Yeah, of course. Certain, yeah, certainly. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's some things that sometimes you write. Like with me, I'm always kind of like, you know, I go, you know, I go deep. I mean, I know people are mm-hmm. like, wow, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I go deep, but I mean, that's, I think that's where the best work comes from. It's kind of like pushing yourself mm. to an edge, even to where you're a bit uncomfortable. So sometimes I don't think about it. Like I don't, like I'm unfiltered, you know, I mean, like, you know me, that's just the way, that's the way I am in real life. I say things that don't yes. make a lot of sense and people think, God, he is, how does he live in reality? Mm. I'm like, no, I don't, I live in mm-hmm. alternate dimension. But um mm. No, yeah, sometimes you can really you can go there and you can you can definitely write something that just that just gets you and you can't um if I have a great example of that that you just really okay. you don't want to read but you do. Mm-hmm. And okay. it, it's your truth but then it, it's beautiful because you share it and it, you know what I mean? It it might connect with other mm-hmm. people. So yeah. Will you share it with us? Will you share it with us tonight? Yes, as soon as I find it. No. <laughs> Okay. Would you like me to take another musical break? <laughs> you know, I love my musical breaks. Would you like me to take another one? <laughs> I'm you always ready to get that break. I am always ready to hit that button for a musical break. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I have, I have, I have the right. This is a uh, okay. This is one that actually our our our, our buddy who seems like he's crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. my co-editor, my little brother, uh, published, I don't usually read anything that's in publication. Everything is usually always brand mm-hmm. new, but, uh, this yes. one is uh, one of those that I didn't want to write, but I did. And, uh, mm. okay. It's called Kentucky Blue. I know you didn't linger for yourself as any pain is a burden, no matter, no matter the vessel it is bestowed upon. I'm never the easy one to love. And we were a pair of mutts. All would overlook besides one another. Drinks and memories, the red promise that is the glimmers upon a sunset's farewell. Goodbye, my friend. Forever may you run free. Same that one. Mm. Yeah, that was one of them I didn't like to write, but. Yeah. Wow, you know, from for some reason I felt there needed to be a moment of silence. That was deep, John. <laughs> Uh, it was yeah. Uh, wow. That was uh. Nah. Well, thank you. But yeah, no, there's there's some things you don't want to write. That you know, mm-hmm. if you know, if you if you write your truth, you're always gonna you're gonna hit you know you're gonna hit a nerve. Yes, and that's I truth. agree with that. And I believe you yeah. should live your truth, man. Whatever that is, I really do. Yeah. Wow. Here's a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do your poems develop? Please guide us through, if you can, the stages of a poem. It doesn't need to be form and all okay. that kind of stuff, but just how does a poem develop for you? 
for me, I mean, just being completely for once in my life, I'm being completely serious. It, 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 there, there is a process. I always, usually, I want to get a mood. So whatever mood I'm going for, I get music. Music's always part of my process. All right, I listen to music. I kind of get in that headspace, no matter what it is. If it's painful, or whatever, and I just kind of get that that it's you know it's kind of like a, almost like a uh, what would you call it um, a mantra or whatever going where you're <laughs> kind of getting that that energy that you want, and then then I go for it, you know, and and you just let it go, and and if it if it hurts or whatever, you just go with it. It's it's like, you know, it's like the ocean and you just kinda of go with it. You know, that's how everything works. If you fight it and try to know it needs to fit this little format or whatever, I just think that's utter bullshit. But yeah, so I don't know. I actually answered a question. Unbelievable. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is the world ending tomorrow? <laughs> I know. I, I I am so surprised. Uh, <laughs> here's one more question before we go back to your incredible performance tonight. How hard should you work at a poem? How hard should you work at one in terms of writing it? Uh, honestly, if if you uh, if you're not putting everything into it, then why in the hell you expect anybody to read it? You know, mm-hmm. if you're just I mm-hmm. mean, there's there's writers. I'm not trying to make fun of people, but if you sit down and say, hey, I have to pen 20 writes a day, like a, a machine then you're full of crap because mm-hmm. pour every ounce of energy in write one right that's great instead of 15 that are half-assed, you know, or 20, because I can't count, obviously. But um, yeah, right. numbers are not my strong suit. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should work. You should bust your ass. It's work mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And if you take mm-hmm. it that way and you take it serious, it's like anything you put – you. Whatever you put into something, you're going to get out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you take it like mm-hmm. a joke, I take I've, – I've suffered from a lot of what I do. And, uh, yeah, so no matter if people think I'm a clown or whatever, I always, you know, I always put the work in. So, yeah, hope that mm-hmm. answers the question. It does. And you're a renowned editor, so you've seen a lot of people's work in terms of whether they put themselves into it or not. I mean, uh, I wouldn't know about the renowned part. I'm I'm very well known, though. I guess that's the same yes. thing. Never mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's take yeah, a brief break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On that note, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with my brother from another mother, my good friend, yes. John Patrick Robbins. Please share another poem, my friend. All right. This is, uh, as you know, Michael, I'm working on a, a special project. I showed you a cover to it. Um, yes. This is, uh, as, as people literally try to message me, I love this when I'm, when I'm on 
your show. How dare they? <laughs> this is one from that special project, and uh, really going to be a different kind of book, as you know. We're going okay. to a different direction. Yes. It's called yes. No Fools, No. All right. We were talking about our weekend together and how she loved looking out over the water, my arms wrapped around her, and how I dry humped her as a fisherman passed who shot us the strangest look as she busted out in laughter at my batshit antics, happy as two kids, as she said to me, you know, next time I could wear a short skirt, I'm just saying we could fuck in the woods. I had to laugh, <laughs> for I believe my quest to find my match was over. She handed me crazy in spades and happiness by default. Two perfect fools underneath the soon-to-be setting, setting February sun. Happiness is in the moments captured in mental photographs and simple poems as these. Cherish them eternal and never forget to awkwardly laugh out loud. End of that one. Mm. Wow. <laughs> John? Yeah. What have your face <laughs> and name to do with your poetry? What what I did not catch that question. <laughs> what was that? What have what have your face and name to do with your poetry? Oh shit. If I if I if I advertise my face, people would be like, What the fuck? I didn't know Shrek was like poetry. What? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I didn't make that up. I didn't find it online. I didn't make it up. I didn't make it up. Okay. I just report right. the news. I don't write it. No, I know I know you're game now. Again, you know, what I have your face and there. name to do with your poetry, bud? I don't know if I can even answer that one myself. Yeah, what they got to do with my poetry? I mean, it's like it's, <laughs> you get uh, a preconceived notion on seriousness. You get a preconceived notion of what you do. But I think if you mm-hmm. do enjoy reading my work, and I'm grateful to anybody who does, seriously, because I never expect mm-hmm. anybody to read my work. If okay. you do enjoy my work and read my work, I think um, if you truly know it, you know that it's never going to be the same thing, and I'm mm-hmm. never going to do anything half-assed. It might be misspelled, mm-hmm. but it's never half-assed. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You know. All right. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Read another poem. Read another poem. All right. Now we're, now we're going to go there with a little blue humor. I'm just saying, because you don't get okay. this with everybody, Michael. I'm no, I get it with nobody. Drug. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a That's little, why I love little you, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. and I love you too. And everybody's like, oh, "All right, buddy." John just wormed his way in there. You're damn right, I did. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Anyway, all right. this That's is all right. a, this is a little sure. little bad one that I know, I know a buddy of mine probably listening out there. My big brother, you've had him on here, uh, Kevin Hitchman. Uh, I think it says mm-hmm. name yes. right. Once is amazing. It says I've had yes. enough cocktails. Uh, he'll probably yes. get a, 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 he'll get a laugh from this one, and it's called The Happy Heathen. All right. She said, as we sat enjoying drinks, you know, it was a bit of a surprise yesterday when you slipped, when you slipped your dick in my ass. Do you do oh, that often? Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> no, being it's the first time I stuck it up your silly girl, I quickly replied after taking a sip of my drink. To which my lovely bed companion shook her head as she busted out in laughter. Sweetheart, keep in mind, in dealing with any true heathen, we fight just like we fuck. 
by taking advantage of every unlocked door and unturned stone in sight. Well, let me tell you something, my darling. You ram the gates again with no warning, you're going to wake up with a dildo chilled up your ass. She replied mm. dead, with a dead serious look in her eyes that told me this seemingly friendly joke had a tinge of truth. Needless to say, I would not be sleeping upon my stomach anytime soon. Take heed in how you treat your shield maiden, for upon the battlefield, as the same as the confines of the bed, she will show no remorse and always get her revenge. That said, now please take a seat and pardon me if I remain standing. Apparently there was a raid upon the southern gates last night. Laugh now, dear maiden, but this means war. And for fuck's sakes, would it have killed you to use some lube? Skull. <laughs> wow. Just thank you. <laughs> well, that'll be I the mean, last time you appear on this show this century. <laughs> I know. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> that that will be the last time you appear on this show this century. But, uh, <laughs> oh, wow, John. Really? Well, <laughs> really? You went for the gusto really? with that one. <laughs> you're not going to ban Ooh. me. You like me too much. Oh, no, no, I won't ban you, bud. I won't ban you. I won't ban you. I'll just never invite I you know. back. You can get but that won't ban you. <laughs> you won't be banned. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be banned, bud. You won't be banned. No, I wouldn't do that. No. You. Here's a question for you. Here, I got a question, man. I got a question. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Where does your poetic doubt? Excuse me. Where does your poetic doubt begin, and where does it end? <laughs> I like how you made that mistake. Where's my poetic doubt end? <laughs> um, I don't know, Michael. You're getting a little rough around the edges there. Um, where, my... poetic, where does your poetic oh, doubt God. begin? Yes. And where does it end? Again. Your poetic doubt about your craft. Let's put it that way. Every single day I look at a page. I, mm. I am not – I am the most insecure human being you'll ever meet. And if I wasn't right. insecure, why would I be writing? Think about it. We always kind of mm-hmm. seek praise. Maybe it's something, you know, and it, it's like I love writing, but yes. yeah, I don't, ha- I don't have this huge ego. You know, I, I have a lot of fun. I make, I, I crack up, and then people think I don't. And I take the page dead serious. Do you mm-hmm. know? Do I think I'm some great writer? No, of course not. But All I right. do my my best, and I think I entertain. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So there All you right. Go. I like that. I like that, man. That mm-hmm. was very concise and straight to the point. I like that. Wow. I like that. Now, yeah. when you're writing poetry. <laughs> Are you having a conversation when you read or write poetry? If so, with whom? Uh, the many voices in my head. Once is a okay. labyrinth, so you and you don't want to go in there. Trust me, okay. that asylum's scary. Right. And there's, you know, All right? Yeah. No. <laughs> so that, that's that's your answer. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a conversation <laughs> with people in my head. Yes. Of course. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Then let's please share another poem. All right. This is a little bit of change of pace. I kind of um, I like to do things a little bit different, as you know. This is called. Uh, yes, I do. Completely change. Throw, throw people off. Everything. It's called. This is called mm-hmm. the Witch of Pongo. 
Grace, did you die happy to escape the dunking pond, dunking into a pond that exists still, a reminder of ignorance and the so-called Christian's understanding? As earth and tide are, are a mistress of the elements and a story of legend, a debate to this day and a mystery to all. The best always keep you guessing, and you never thirsted be part of the equation. You never hid your truce, and that is a quality I will eternally admire. A toast to you is all that needs to be said, apart from this tribute upon this page. Be one with the earth and stars as God and goddess. Blessed be, Miss Sherwood. There you go. History. Wow, history lesson. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, here's a serious uh, question for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is based on your craft and what you do as an editor. This is one of those kind of questions yeah. where we bring other people in. Can you give any advice mm-hmm. to someone wanting to write and publish poetry? That's a basic question. Very basic. Uh, you know, I think one of the biggest things I can say, if you want to write and publish poetry, uh, immerse yourself in books, immerse yourself in writers. You know, it, it's a craft. Dedicate yourself to it. I did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, uh, that library card is, is, is really worth something far more than people right. know. And I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I dove okay. into work and, and, it's a beautiful thing, but don't just sit there and think, oh, yeah, I'm just going to write. No, 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 no. Don't, don't read one writer. Expose yourself to every style you can because it's like, you know, you don't go to a construction job with just a, a hammer. You know, you want to mm-hmm. have every tool in the bag. And so I would say, yeah, open your mind up. You know, mind's a sponge. Put everything you can in there. It's just like music, man. The more you open yourself up to experience people, culture, and everything else, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You you can always take, and I do. I take just like from people you meet. I take something from everything. And uh, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, what surprises you most, my friend, about being a poet? What what surprises you most? Mm. That uh, it doesn't get me discounts at the liquor store. Mm, um, okay, I mean, you know, that, that's a fair one. I'm like, I'm a writer. They're like, fuck you. You have to pay like everybody else. <laughs> Money? What is this? What is this of which you speak up? <laughs> what surprises you, man? What surprises you about what you do? The ego of people. That's what surprised me. The closed-mindedness. Yeah, the closed-mindedness. And not present company excluded, by the way. But the closed-mindedness of some people that are supposed to be open-minded. And I'm not going to call out people, but, yeah, sometimes I find that to be – to me, I always thought, you know, you always think the grass is greener on the other side. And you find that, you know, it's just (laughs) – it's just a different shade of, uh, you know, closed-mindedness, I should say. And that's mean, I guess, but that's true, and that surprised me. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh wow. I can understand I that. I, got, I can understand that. I got a good, good right for that one too. Might as well get a little yeah. time here. Well, we have time for two more poems, my friend. Okay. Break a leg. This is all right. This is this is one that might get people a little bit, and kind of you know curved into what I was talking about. It's called "Facts of This Not So Lit Scene." 
It appears I'm too tall to be a poet. Being I'm well over five foot, who gives a fuck? I don't cherish a PA system and refuse to live in a commune, sucking ass and sniffing farts of pretentious twats who yearn to be worshipped as gods for scribbling just the same as I. I don't post enough selfies because I break the camera with every attempt at capturing my at best rough image. I don't write poems about other nerds who live in their basement with their legion of cats and millions of followers on Facebook, none of which have they ever met in person. I don't hang with a stylish group of snobs selling themselves, forgetting the simple fact that they are poets, not rock stars instead. I don't kiss enough ass as I simply work every day publishing people, running a million mags, living, dying, bleeding every last bit of my life upon that page because I am a writer and nothing more. Looking for a punchline to this, this joke right? If you are in that aforementioned group, simply look in the mirror and have a chuckle. You have a great day, Snookums. My poetic balls are always to that proverbial wall, my darlings. Insincerely yours, the Mad Editor. Boom. Mm. <laughs> oh, that packs a punch. <laughs> yeah, you think? You were speaking to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do. Yeah. I do. Now. One right. more for the road, my friend. Yes. One more for the road. Okay. I'm gonna read one a little bit a little bit different than what I normally do. And uh okay. say, God, everything you do is a little bit weird. Okay, this mm-hmm. is I, I I've kinda made a niche of doing some what I consider Norse rites. Um Okay. That are a little bit different. And this is uh eh, we'll see. Uh it's called uh In Sacrifice and Summoning. To seek the company of of the gods, we must treat them as any welcome guest, offer them food, drink, and song, and cherish their silence and simply embrace their knowledge. It's beyond our understanding. Ask Freya about love, as you may ask Odin about all. Drink with Bragi when your pages need inspiration. And speak to Frigg when you hold doubt, if they are the ones, if they are the ones to stand at your side. Feast with Thor when you must summon great strength. And always look within first before asking for anything at all. It is never a matter of being the one who can answer in a trivial sense. For the purest of heart will always bleed true to those who see the intentions of all. Stand with the gods who will walk with you in return. Skull. Seeing that one. So, all right. Mm. <laughs> wow. Where can listeners find your work, my friend? Where can they find your work? Uh well, where can't they find my work? Uh, <laughs> you can you can find my work on Amazon. You can find my work on um, uh, Lulu. You can find my work in a couple trash cans. Um, you can, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can find it uh, just about everywhere. And of course, uh, if you're looking, uh, you know, the Rye Whiskey Review, a dozen magazines. You know, just Google your name or, you know, I like to Google myself, but that's that's a different thing. Yeah, so do um, I. But, you know, yeah, yeah there okay. you go. I mean, I Googled you too, okay. so it's like, there you go. We're friends like that, but, you know. Yes. We're not going to talk about how it. Can, my, <laughs> how can listeners stay in touch? How can they stay in touch, buddy? How can they stay in touch? 
Uh, if you want to stay in touch with me, you can um, you can write the magazine. Uh, but who's the duck is the editor at gmail.com? That's who the duck is the editor at gmail.com. The longest and most awkward email of all time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, finally, yeah. <laughs> which comes not too soon. Uh, what is in the works for you next, my friend? Where do you go from here? Um, as you know, because I've read a couple here, there's a, a, mm-hmm. I have two projects. One, it will be coming out with my uh, my big brother at the uh, the press. Actually, absolutely fantastic writer that I look up to, Kevin Hishman. Um, yes, we're, we've got a book coming out that's that's really going to be something unique and cool. Um, and then I have the follow up to Death Rattle. Once, as you know, it's going to be completely different. Um, and you heard a little bit from that, so yes. that's what's on the on the horizon. So, yeah. Well, my, and my friend, I, there, so. yes, <laughs> I'd like to thank you as always for sharing your work, enlightening us with different. Just enlightening us. If there's one thing you can do is enlighten. You can enlighten. Oh, my God, can you enlighten. But uh, <laughs> I want to thank you, as always, for sharing your talent, sharing you, being yourself, being unbridled. Wow. In terms of the way that you share, I'd like that. I really appreciate it. You're my buddy. You're my friend. Oh, yeah. And I wish you nothing but the best. Well, thank you for letting me be on, Michael. And I appreciate it. And you are definitely a brother. And, and I uh, I thank the world of you. And thanks for having me on and putting up with my uh, lunacy. But always, <laughs> you know, and thank you. All right. And enjoy the drink. Thank you. As always. <laughs> All right. I've got one more question. <laughs> oh, okay. I won't do that. I Good night to everybody. <laughs> it's National Poetry Month. Go out and enjoy it. And as I share every week, let poetry ring somewhere throughout the land. Take care, everybody. Good night. Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also check out the website at qlpor.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.